0: and Greg, Dr. McKenzie actually, look at that, I, I feel kind of stupid, <laughs> I have a bachelor's degree, that's about it, <laughs> all right, let's make sure that we get these mics well, on well, check, this is not that loud, I got number seven on this one, check one, two, hey, 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 check. Check. Okay, that's not bad. Okay, let me grab another one. All right. Oh, let me get my little notepad. So we're just gonna leave you standing there in front of everybody, doctors. Just sit down. Go ahead and take a seat. (laughs) Just. All right. We're so glad to have you here. Yay. Oh, Oh hoo. Uh, Yes, I think you're on. Um, and all the staff from Mitchell Nilsson, come on, that's amazing. When she told me y'all were coming, I was like, "Yeah, let's go." That's so exciting. Um, yeah, this has been John King had had the idea. He said you should reach out to Dr. Shields, and I was like, "That's an amazing idea, John." And like for you to be able to come here and stuff, it means, I mean, absolutely so much to us. So today, what we plan on doing. It's just having a conversation so that us at stones river that we can get to know mitchell nielsen folks better and like their situation and how we can help and now that we have mitchell Nielsen folks maybe we can learn a little bit more about us and, and and what we do and stuff like that so do you want to introduce yourself dr shields to our folks because some of them haven't met you before
1: absolutely good morning everyone good morning. um i'm dr shields principal of mitchell Nielsen. i've been there one year
0: <laughs> one year, and we've got her up on stage, and what have we gotten, what has she gotten herself into?
1: But, yeah, but let me say this, um, it is one of the best schools ever, yes. ever, and I have so greatly enjoyed my time there, and I have grown tremendously as well, so thank you all. Love it,
0: love it. You're going to tell them who you are, yeah.
2: Yeah, for those who haven't met me, I am Greg McKenzie. I am a member here at Stones River and just an enthusiastic participant in what we're doing, uh, particularly in the community and and so at the school as well. It's great to meet you. Yes.
0: And fairly recently, Dr. McKenzie, but he doesn't like to talk about that kind of stuff, (laughs) which just shows you his heart. I'm John, by the way, so I'm the preacher over here at Stones River. You know, I thought we would open up, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of just share like the story of how we decided to reach out to y'all and then maybe I'll ask you a few questions about that. Um, so for those who don't know, last fall, Greg was a big part of this. Um, we started just going, you know what, how can we as a church together be more missional? And we, God put us in this stinking neighborhood right here. It's right in the middle of all these, you know, houses and for years we've talked about, uh, talked about it and how to engage and stuff and decided, you know, Maybe we should just pray about it and listen to what God tells us to do. That's probably a pretty good idea most of the time, I guess. Uh, let's stop coming up with the formula or whatever, and let's just do that. So we started having prayer walks through the neighborhood, and we did it, you know, several nights. And funny thing is, is we kept finding ourselves back at Mitchell Nielsen. And on top of that, for those uh, Mitchell Nielsen, you don't know, like we have a ton of teachers that go here. Like we have, I mean, probably half the people are. <laughs> If you are at Stones River, now Mitchell knows some folks, we call you family too. But if you're, if you're at Stones River regularly and you're part of the school system, raise your hand real quick. All right, cool. And we have several a bunch of people that are out on vacation, yeah. so... A huge, huge yeah. percentage. About like half the church. Yes. Yeah, about half. The, it really is. About half the families have someone that's a teacher or administrator, whatever, uh, which is really, really cool. So I don't know. Maybe God used that to draw us to, to Mitchell Nielsen. But we went over there in the midst of uh, going over there and having that. Continually, just we just show up. We just keep hitting, getting over there. Um, Lauren had reached out because she had heard Miss Deberry's husband speak, and he was amazing, or is amazing, I hear and uh, we had made a connection about just asking for prayer at the school and, like, what are some of the prayer needs, and we started praying for the school. And then after that, we were over there one night at the prayer thing, and Megan was over there. I mean, she had led a group over there, and we had gone over there. And I was just like, that's it. I'm just going to try to reach out to Dr. Shields, and let's just figure out what's – let's see if something will happen. And we prayed about that and circled up, and, and she answered my email. Amen. For those who don't know, I was in educational sales for 14 years, and principals don't, obvi- they don't answer those emails very often. And if I was them, I wouldn't answer them either. <laughs> but to have her respond to that was, uh, was amazing. And I know at one point you had said you don't always respond to those. Do you wanna, Can you share right. what made you respond?
1: I don't always respond, and that's, that's kind of weird um, that I did, but when I read your email, something, Something, you know, spoke to me, and so I responded back. But I get a lot of emails, and I miss a lot of emails, and I intentionally do not respond to a lot of emails. So you have it.
0: Hey, praise God, right? That's awesome. Woo-hoo. Uh, and I, yeah, I understand that. So uh, we met with you and uh, Steeberry and a few, a couple people that were there, and just kind of John King and I, and we had just shared and learned a little bit about the school. And uh, I guess that's kind of it. And from there, just trying to listen to the needs of the school. And at Mitchell Nielsen, we want to let you all know that. So I have a lot of like missionary friends and stuff. And oftentimes I a, uh, a, I don't know if frustration is the right word, but what happens is a lot of times groups come and try to kind of say, we want to help in this way. And like pfft, kind of push like what they want to do, which hey, you're grateful that people want to help but oftentimes it leads to more work for the, the people that are part of you know, <clears throat> the missionary group or whatever. So wanted to approach this with that, we don't want to be like that, we just want to serve and find out what needs uh, you know, Mitchell Nielsen. And, um, and so that's kind of the approach that, that we've had. So I've talked too long, Greg. Uh, do you wanna, you wanna ask Dr. Shields any questions yeah, about that well, stuff?
2: Yeah, well I do, I, I, have, I have questions. You know, I usually have questions. Um, I think one of, the, one of the first things we'd love to hear about is just, I mean, can you tell us a story from the past year that sort of, in your mind, represents um, the, the challenges, the needs, the opportunities that exist? I don't know if it would be a story of, of a student or, or a teacher or something like that, but, but just something that for you is sort of, yeah, this, is, this is what Mitchell Nielsen is about, this is what we're aiming for, struggling with, something like that.
1: Um, I want to kind of back up a step, too, because uh, when I received your email, um, Pastor John, and I said, I said to Ms. D. Berry, I really wanted to make sure that we responded to this email because this is an opportunity for us to strengthen our reach out into the community and the community into us. Um, she and I began brainstorming. So Ms. D. Berry, my assistant principal, who I couldn't do all of this without her. Raise your <laughs> hand. Yay. <Woo-hoo. laughs> um so she and I brainstormed before, prior to meeting with you guys, and so we came up with some ideas, uh, some things, some thoughts, and also Ms. Miss, Miss Burks, who is here, our counselor, who's in on that meeting, um, just to come up with some ideas that, of some things that we could do to kind of help the school. So um, just to give you a little bit of background, Mitchell Nelson serves... Um, A very diverse population right so we have we have a lot of social economic diversity a lot of um, ethnic diversity and so that's what we love about our school and with that comes a lot of need because everything is so diverse and um, with that we have like staff who are always willing to go above and beyond and do things out of their own and to have a community come in and say hey we want to partner with you we want to make sure that gaps are being filled and that the students do not feel any suffering from things that they do not have and so uh, coming behind COVID, um, that need has grown tremendously um, just because of the things that we have experienced and so with that um, our children our needs um, just and to think about one incident in particular um, it goes I guess it's not one incident that just stops. It's one incident that we have kind of occurring. Um, It's that our kids, we are a uniform school, and a lot of our kids do not have uniforms. And so they'll wear the same uniform day after day after day because they want to meet code. They want to be in school. And so for us, it's how can we help with that? So we do the the drive at registration where parents can drop off old and um, uniforms that their kids have outgrown, um, but it's not enough. And then we have community partners who reach out and they give uniforms, but it's not enough. And then Ms. Sparks has like so many connections in the community. She gets money from some um, organizations that give uniforms but it's not enough. Um, And so you know when you think about those types of things and how it makes kids feel, and then when you look at their faces, when we are able to give them a brand new uniform to put on on that day, it makes them feel better. And if they feel better, then they can learn better, right? They can focus, they can sit down in their seats and they can focus on what's happening in the building. Um, And then when I think about the teachers, we were getting ready to come back from it was a break. I don't remember which one it was, and I reached out to you, Pastor John, and I said, "You know what? It'll be so great if the teachers could come back to um, donuts or something." I think it was spring break. Was it Wasn't spring break? It? Yeah, I think. Okay,
0: because it, yeah, it was the last last push.
1: And you know? so I was like, "I got to do something for my teachers. Got to do something." And so I was like, "Could you supply some donuts or something?" I was like, "It didn't have to be big, but it was big." So thank you guys for that. Um, they had donuts. They had. Um, fruit, yogurt, juice, coffee, and the teachers walked in, and they was like, oh. So, you know, when you put a smile on a teacher's face, you just let them know, I truly appreciate everything, or we truly appreciate everything that the teachers do because they give of themselves like so, so often, so much tirelessly without even thinking about it. They give of themselves, and so you know that as, you know, having a, a church home that's full of teachers and administrators, you know that teachers are some of the most giving people you ever wanna meet. So to give back to them, I truly appreciate you guys. That's
3: awesome,
0: love it. Man. Do you wanna, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. And I wanna get, I do wanna to get to the students, but that was one of the things that I was impressed with all the teachers here and teachers often are the ones, you know, I know a lot of, you know, churches or community groups come in and we give backpacks to the students and uniforms and we have to do that, it's so important. But I think oftentimes the teachers do get missed um, and you go and they're pouring their hearts out and COVID and all this stuff that's going on. And it's just it's it's it's, it's a lot. Um, are there any ways and hey, I'm teachers here. I'm like, we can do open like we're just a family here. If anyone had like I'm just sitting back thinking, like, are there like any other things that we can do that with the teachers that could really help? you all um even if it's a boost of morale or whatever it may be coming up the next school year so if you can answer that if anyone has that or
2: and that'll be an open question yeah an open question we want that to stay stay open um while you think let me just add to that
0: and if you can't think of it now then you can share it with dr shields later but
2: um i just want i want you all to know our guests um we, we have been uh, consistently praying for you yeah. as educators, as staff, um, and we, and we want to do that again this morning in your presence. But I want you to know what that means because there is this unique dynamic where we have enough teachers and other school workers in this congregation to have like a gut level perception of the trials that you have gone through. Um, teaching was hard enough, right? And then COVID. And um, my wife is a, is a middle school teacher as well. And our family is just very aware of how hard the last couple of years have been. And so our prayers for you have, have been, have been um, you know, we don't know you personally. We've prayed for you by name at times, just by reading off of the website, but, um, but they have been heartfelt and, and very interested in the, sustaining your spirits and knowing that perseverance and hope and just grit sometimes are the things that God needs to give you in order to make it through such a, a deeply challenging, and I, and I recognize that um, there's a lot of our society that doesn't understand how difficult your job has been for the last couple of years, but we do, we're with you, and the question is sincere. If we knew, even, in the, is it cutting out? It, even with educators in the church, you know, we all, we kind of scratch our heads and think, well, what can we do? What, what would actually be useful? What, what wouldn't be superficial? What would, what would be uh, meaningful or, or, or truly helpful? And so um, we are asking the question, uh, with, with compassion, with empathy, with shared experience and, and with love uh, and recognition of what you're doing.
0: Anybody anything to share?
1: Well, I'll, I'll say this, um, just from a spiritual standpoint, if I can, um, just having you guys pray for the school, you've come to the campus, you've prayed outside the building you've walked, you've touched doors, you've prayed, you looked at names outside the classrooms, you've prayed. Um, and so just having that done like that, you, you just don't know what that has done for us. Uh, we truly appreciate that. We, we really do. Um, we need to pray for our children, and we know that. Uh, they're facing a lot. There is a lot that they will encounter. Uh, the world is changing really fast. And so we have to make sure that they're able to compete, that they're able to c- to sustain themselves and so the prayers that go out for them and for the teachers who are working with them each and every day that has just and for the administrators like we need it. Um, We're dealing with a lot and so we just we appreciate you for that. Leanne Tate, our coach, um, one of our PE coaches, she was out when we met out here this morning she talked about how you guys came to our field day. And just volunteered at field day and how helpful that was Um, she puts that together every year and each year she depends on the sixth graders to help because they're the eldest children in the building right and so they're most mature and of course they know how to do that Um, but sometimes sixth graders are sixth graders and so it's kind of hard to rely on them Um, but with you guys coming in and volunteering and I don't know if Lynn wanted to say anything
0: Thank you thanks yeah and by the way she was ryan kellum's cross-country coach at some point so there's there's a there's a connection there ryan goes to stones river for those uh who don't know
1: miss barks miss
0: Sparks. here i'm gonna bring a mic the re, are we recording you stay okay
1: so as pastor greg is bringing the mic our phenomenal counselor miss Sparks. no not pastor okay Dr. Greg, it's Pastor Greg, him. okay.
0: He has a pastor.
1: <laughs> I want to be correct, okay. But Ms. Burks is our phenomenal counselor. She has spent so many years, over 15 years at Mitchell Nelson. How many years exact, Ms. Burks?
4: 22. See, I digress. So these kids do hold a special place in my heart and I wanted to add on to what Coach Tate was saying that um we always are asking for uniforms and school supplies and money but the presence of people in our building which of course we had to cut back on uh, but we are trying to build that back up um we had some of y'all come for career day and i'm going to ask miss truesdale to tell the story Yay! sure about the
5: gems i have some students in my class who are really interested in rocks and they just had a great time when you came in and told them about your collection so that really they really appreciated that so thank you yeah, that's <laughs> awesome.
4: and i kind of put her on the spot but she told me a lot more about how they looked for rocks on the playground and were showing that's each cool. other and it really sparked such an interest for these kids so to add to that um we have just gotten a washer and dryer put in our building finally <laughs> so part of that is though we got the washer dryer but we teachers can't oh, yep. i I can go wash your clothes right now and so people coming in to check and do you need some clothes washed today and, uh, and that kind of thing and then sometimes we we do have a grant for shoes um, but what if we don't have the size and a child comes in with a huge hole in their shoes and okay, I don't have time to go get shoes today, and we'll try to get that tomorrow or the next day. And there's also paperwork involved. We try to get that done ahead of time so that we can go get a shoe in a day or two. So, but things like that, people coming in and saying, what do you need? Did you have time to make all your um, pre things that you need for your class today. Did you get all your stuff cut out? Do you, can I sit and help you um, make some extra copies? Or um, so just those kinds of things. And I know you guys work too and have jobs. And our, our time is 8.30 to 3.30. But um, I will say that that is always appreciated and always a need. That's great.
0: Anybody else while he's over there? We don't mind running them back and forth, though.
2: No, we don't. It's, it's all good. Yeah. Come, right around. Come, right around. Come
6: on down. Yeah, I'm Tammy Key, and I am uh, an interventionist there, so I work with our kids from every grade level. And um, I also had the privilege of being a Title I coordinator for Mitchell Nielsen. And what you may not know about Mitchell Nielsen is that we have the highest percentage of free and reduced students in the entire city, like steps above the nearest one. So like Dr. Shields said, our students come to us from many different backgrounds. But the common, common theme is that lack of um, yeah I mean they they don't have the resources so being a title one school we do get some federal funds but we're limited in what we can do and we would like to get parents more involved in the school and one of those ways to get parents to come to our school is food when we offer them meals and the title I funds do not allow us to do that so if there is um you know like some of these events that we would like to get parents to come to if we could have some support with food or supplies at those events i think that would be just a really good draw and um our kids are hungry at night and we do a great job of feeding them at school but once they get home it's a different story so um we just appreciate everything that you did and one thing that um, lynn and i were talking about before covid we had another church that had a mentor program and they came representatives from the community would come in and work with individual students over the year those, those especially like the behavior kids and some of those kids that we now have these sign-in sheets for that they talk to a teacher but it would be great to have a mentor from the community to come in on a weekly basis and just meet with that kid for a few minutes and just talk to them and um, those kids really look forward to that. They have somebody they can connect with. And uh, one of my friends was one of the mentors, and she got so much out of it that she still follows that kid, that kid's in high school now, and they still get together. So those relationships are very important to our kids. And thank you all for everything you did. One other
1: thing too. um, We want (laughs) to increase our parents' abilities to succeed and do well and so um, we have quite a few evening events that we invite them to but would it not be phenomenal if the professionals here at stones river could come in and do a computer night because we have the computers but teaching parents how to use them or grandparents who are raising their kids um, just to have something added so that parents know that not only is my school a community, but my community is my community and my school, right? And so, you know, just real estate, you know, how to build your, what is it, your um, credit. credit score. There we go. And equity later, but qu- credit score. How to raise your credit score so that you can qualify because we have parents um, who live in, a lot of the hotels um, around town. And so we have families that come from about, what is it, 13? 13 of the hotels around town. Um, and, and they go to work every day. They go to work every day. But it's having the, the financial literacy to know how to manage so that you can get on your feet and, and be self-sufficient. And so those are some of the things as well Um, just teaching them how to do a resume maybe because sometimes the resume sells you before you even get in the door and you have the job so things like that will probably help as well
0: I love those ideas I love it Um, Mike and I are real estate agents so I think that'd be pretty easy to be able to find some mortgage lenders and stuff like that Kyle over there is a computer whiz you know for those who don't know uh, Julie Hadlock she's in a few rows back she runs a transition ministry. So for ladies and men who are coming out of incarceration or through have had drug challenges, uh, addiction challenges, whatever, she helps them um, get her the next step, right, Julie? Her program's called Next. Do you, you want to say something real quick? Here, oh. hold up, we'll get on them. We'll get, no, we'll get you. But the, is, get are there loud, people Julie? on Zoom today or no? No Zooms today?
6: The only thing that I want to say is it's wonderful when the school does that and has the classes and you have the volunteers to have the classes, but it's the transportation for the parents to get to the school in the evening time or during the day where they don't have cars. So if we could all, as a community, remember that so that when the teachers and people are giving up of their time in the evening time, if we could help them some way, not be scared of liability to put them in our cars and bring them to the school, to the classes, that would be a big help, I think. And then it's all being participated in and attended when you have your volunteers give a class and the parents can't
4: get there, you know because that's that's my biggest situation or challenge
0: now we're turning
4: putting some of this together because not just transportation but they've got to feed their kids and they've been working all day and so if we the same night we need to provide the education for the parents the dinners for the families and then the activities for the kids. Because uh, they're not going to come if they've got three kids at home and they're tired after working and they've got to do all that. So you've got to think of it as uh, all together, all together.
5: Um, so I'm a new teacher. I haven't actually taught at Mitchell Nielsen yet. Um, but I'm coming from teaching in Antioch um, with a similar population. Um, and I was just. Uh, talking about how if we do one of these financial literacy nights that we should also do it during the day like on a Saturday for parents that might work two or three jobs um, and provide the same thing like breakfast and childcare um, but I know we have a high L population um, and the last school I worked at did too and um, teaching English English classes sorry English language learners um, and so those parents a lot of kids are learning English but some of the parents don't know any English. Um, and then they rely on their students um, to translate whenever they go out anywhere. Um, and so having English classes might be helpful too. Um, even if you're not you know, an English teacher, it still is something that might um, be able to help these parents too.
0: What languages are spoken, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty, but what are the, uh, some of the languages that the parents, are native languages for them?
1: Primarily Spanish. Um that's pretty much our primary second that, language
0: <laughs> you don't know that language do you
2: <laughs> do you have spanish speakers on staff yeah
1: we have quite a few staff who speak spanish um, who translate for us and um, our school has been assigned a translator um, but we share that translator with two other schools i believe so she's not there every day but she is available um, we also have miss um, ruth Gonzalez Hill, raise your hand. Ms. Ruth was a translator for the district at one point. Um, she's working on her teaching credentials right now, and she is working at, at, uh, at Mitchell Nelson. And so she translates a lot for us. Um, Ruth knows a lot of our families. She's been in this community a long, long time, and so she has a connection with most of our families. And so Ruth does a lot of uh, translating for us. Fantastic.
3: Mm. Wonderful
0: all right this is good i say we go for just a few more minutes we're not gonna go uh super long here today i do want the teachers and staff to know as y'all are having these brainstorming number one is we should do some brainstorming sessions with them like this all right i'm taking feverish notes here and number two is don't hesitate to let miss d barry dr shields know hey this is going on in my class i could use some help here do any of the stones river folks want to help the worst we can say is no and hopefully we won't say no. But like, just think about us throughout the year as you're having the year and go, wow, I could use help here. Let me just reach out and, and uh, yeah, so there you go. Do you have anything else that you were wanting to, that, that was pressing that you were wanting to ask?
2: Greg? Well, if we have time maybe for, for one more story. Um, I, part of what we wanna, so, so we're, from my perspective at least, this church family is in in it with you for the long haul, mm-hmm. right? Um, we 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 got underway last year, but we're looking out toward a, a long future of learning how best to be good neighbors, to 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 love you all as our neighbors well, and uh, and 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 you know to grow closer together in in this work and. Um, and I think part of that is uh, celebrating with you, yeah. celebrating with you. And I would love to hear um, if if a story comes to mind of just one of your one of your victories from the past year. Just just something that you know, as as, as faculty or, or or staff, you you go that that's one of the this is why we do this right this is this is what it's about um because we would love to celebrate and give thanks to god for those kinds of moments as well um putting you on the spot a little bit but if one comes to mind <laughs> um,
1: so there are quite a few i probably on the spot i probably can't think of the most uh, impactful um situation but i will say this um being a first year principal at that was my first year at mitchell nelson this past year um, going in, I knew that the staff had a lot of reservation, getting a new leader, um, losing a phenomenal leader um, because she was promoted, right? She um, accepted a promotion. And then receiving a new leader who you knew nothing about, um, there's a lot of reservation there. Um, and I had been looking for, in all the years of my administrative tenure, I had been looking for a staff that was just like the staff. At Mitchell Nelson, I was like, I want a staff who is not afraid to love, not afraid to go outside of the box, not afraid to work hard, not afraid to roll up your sleeves and volunteer outside the classroom, not afraid to, you know, be friendly to each other every day, and have a a natural care and concern for everyone on the staff. And so, you know, you go into some some environments, some cultures are already there; they're creating. You're trying to chisel away at some of the things that just really don't meet you know your expectation as a leader because you really you have in your mind what your ideal team will look like um but i went into mitchell Nielsen and there i have it my ideal team and so um we have worked so very well together this first year i've been very excited about it and then to meet a church family who is so much like us, you just don't know. So I'm glad you invited us here today, because you guys are so much like the staff, and it's all just kind of coming together. So when you asked me for a story, like my story is right now I'm living the dream, because (laughs) I have a great community partner with a great staff, and I have a great partner who I work with each day. So I mean, all these things are coming together, and I'm like, okay, So pinch me, because I'm thinking that this is not real, but it absolutely is, and it can be, and I always knew that, and I always look for that. Um, So just thank you so very much for reaching out, for having a passion for your community, for having a passion for the lives that we're impacting and changing each and every day, and we're hoping that every child who comes through the doors of Mitchell Nielsen leaves being known, leaves knowing that they are someone who's going to go into the world, and if, if they're 40 or 50 years old and decide to do something with rocks, right? Go into archaeology because of the influence and and the exposure that they've had with rocks. Or go into anything. Like, those possibilities are endless. So when you expose them to things, you're just dropping little nuggets. You're just dropping little nuggets. And so we thank you for coming out all the time and just donating time. Time is the most precious and most valuable thing we each have. And when you give that, like, you've, you've done pretty much all you can do, really. I mean, I just appreciate that. So coming in more, um, if we have to do, like, a, a weekly rotation, Ms. Margaret Jack is here, but you guys also volunteered for the book fair, and that was phenomenal. Um, reading to the classes. Um, so I just, I want to say thank you. Let's see how far this can grow. We want to do more. We want to have you in more, um, and so thank you. Woohoo! yeah.
0: i tell you what, when we did that career day thing, it was really hard for a preacher to go after looking. They were at the helicopter. And then they asked me, ask you how much money you make being a preacher. And I'm like, well, not as much as some of these. This is a tough, that was tough. You know, you got Mike showing them gyms and all kinds of stuff. Um, so something that we love to do at Stones River is just pray for people. Uh, if you all don't mind, can we pray for you today? Okay, cool. Um, uh, we usually surround people. We're not going to do anything weird. Like I, like, I just want you to know. No one's going to do anything weird. But if, if you don't mind, we wouldn't mind just put, maybe surround you in a circle and just, and just praying. Yeah, do what, just surround them. Yeah, and praying for you all real quick. Um, does anyone at Stones River have just a heart to, to say a prayer? All right, Megan's going to do one. Yeah, I'll, I'll start it off, and we'll just pass it around just for a few people. All right. Father, Lord, thank you for uh, this connection that you made, we didn't make. Um, Lord, I'm humbled, and I think we're all humbled to hear of what you're doing through this connection, um, to hear that what we're doing actually makes a difference. Uh, it just, it's just it me- it means so much, Father. Lord, I pray that you would just help us to continue to grow as a team, as Dr. Shields was saying, as a community together, Lord. Um, because you love these students. You love the parents. We sang about love all morning. You care, Lord, for this community. You care for Murfreesboro. You care for this community right here and in the surrounding areas around Mitchell Nielsen here, Father. And we just want to beat with your heart. Like, what do you want? We just want to do it. And I just ask that you would continue to give us servants' hearts, give us hearts that pull up our sleeves and roll up our sleeves, even when we don't feel like doing something, that we just say, you know what, this is they need it. We, we we need to serve and we need to help, Father. And I just pray that we would do it and do it with joy, learn to celebrate well, learn to um, be with those students and parents and teachers when they're hurting and, and be with them when they're celebration, Father. We thank you for that.
7: Father, I pray that you bless each individual, teacher, administrator, school worker at Mitchell Nielsen, that you find them where they are. Some are weary. Some don't wanna go back. Some have thought of other ways to not do education. Um, Meet them, find them, give them a peace that passes understanding. I pray that you grow relationships between the staff, that they can build each other up and not tear each other down, that they can be an encouraging word when someone is down, that they can be a smile, that they can just open their eyes to those that are having a hard time. We are, we are imperfect people, and we get very tired, and we have no idea what this new school year is going to throw at these teachers. But I just pray, God, that you protect them, that you protect their families. Um, but you have placed them in Mitchell Nielsen to be a light to this community, and there are children that need them. So remind them of their why. Remind them that it's definitely not the money that we're in this job. But these kids need to see their faces every day. They need a classroom that provides safety. They need the, uh, the nourishment from the food they receive and the love from, from all the staff. Uh, God, open Stones River's eyes to what more we can do for them. And I, I just thank you that we are looking at faces today. And I pray that when we show up in their hallways, they don't think we're a bunch of weirdos, but they're like, hey, we know these guys. God, build this bridge. Um, we, we know things are weird with public school and you, but God, we, we, just, we just wanna serve. We wanna be your hands and your feet. And, and I pray that these, these teachers can be courageous and bold and say, hey, this is really what we need. And like John said, maybe we can provide it, maybe not. But it's definitely something we will pray with them about, and we will seek out help for them in the community. But thank you for their service. Yes.
3: Papa God, uh I praise you for the love that these teachers have, for um, the influence that they are on these children. Father, to see um, children that are just beaming and enjoying school is such a blessing. Father, we lift up the challenging students, the challenged students, those who are having a hard time, those who don't fit in father uh, i pray that that you bless them in a special way that you use a kind word uh, that you touch their hearts so that they are able to adjust father uh, i pray for each one of these teachers when they have a very frustrating situation or a day or a week, Father, I pray that your spirit will comfort them and draw them back to this ministry that they're called to. Lord, uh, I just pray that you bless this school year and that these students will, will thrive. In Jesus' name.
8: And Lord, uh, I ask that you take each heart of every staff member and all of us and that spark of your love that leads one to teach in the first place may be kindled and fanned into flame, especially for the hard days and that in the good days, it will blaze like a beacon. Father, nourish their hearts, protect their hearts. Uh, grant them the power of your love at work in them to touch the lives of the kids entrusted to them. And may you fan our hearts into that flame that may, may, we may walk along with them. For it's all to serve your cause, to touch your creation, to nurture your children. That's the calling we hear. Bless us in it together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: we have just a few more minutes. I'll just tell Mitchell Nielsen folks, sometimes sometimes we go a little bit after, but we like to celebrate our young ones. How many birthdays are we doing today? One or two? We're doing two? Okay. So we do this thing where the parents get up and